It's bad. Anime. Hello, everybody. My name is John. And my name's Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the show where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> I can't believe it. I genuinely can't believe it. Oh, my God. I can't believe oh. you suggested it. To, it's insane. It's yes. crazy. I, I, wow. I did. Yes, I did suggest today's little number because in the interest of fairness, um, I've been putting you through the ringer for the past year and a um, couple months. Year and a couple months. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, since we since we published so yeah we probably probably published last february so let's just say year and change for convenience sake um i've been pulling you into my world and pulling us into worlds that we're both not familiar with but i Mm -hmm. figured it's about time that i kind of repay the favor so to speak and we dive into a world that you know a lot about that i have no fucking clue about because i never gravitated towards fucking any of it it, Say what you will about Robert Halley, the man repays his debts. That's the thing. <laughs> always repays his debts. I'm a, he always comes back at some point. I am a Lannister. Oh, no, that explains way too much about myself. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, no. No, that is really scary now that I say that out loud, but I feel prettier. So let's call it a mixed bag. Anywho, I figured, Great. you know what? The shonen action thing is still the most predominantly popular form of anime in the world today. It is. Yes. There's always the one big shonen title. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. there's a couple of them. Yeah. Um, I'm like, all yeah. right, we got to tackle some shonen stuff, but how? And I figured, okay, there's a couple of shonens that kind of break it up a little bit and actually do individual seasons. And I figured, well, when I was in Japan, I was starting to think, when I was in Japan, what was really popular? And this that was in 2014, and mm-hmm. today's title, My Hero Academia, or Boku no Hero Academia, which is the actual mm-hmm. tra- the Japanese title. A lot mm-hmm. of changes. I know it's hard to it's hard to really comprehend those changes. I couldn't even understand what you just said right now. The only reason I know that is because we covered Boku no Pico. Oh, that reminds me of one really mean text I sent to I sent to you about this show oh, about a character yes, we'll get to did. later. But <laughs> yes, you did. Anywho. Um, I'm like, okay, My Hero Academia just came out. I'm like, oh, yeah, My Hero. I'm like, and then I learned it's still going. I'm like, fuck me. That's still going on? Yeah, I, remember, I know. Ten, almost 10 years later, yeah, it's still happening. One of our friends, you know exactly who, showed me the first five episodes. And I want to say it had to be like 20. The earliest it could have been was like spring of 2016. That's the earliest okay, it could have I was going to say probably around that time period. It sounds about it sounds pretty accurate. In between 2016 and 17. That's all I know for certain. It was mm-hmm. in that time. I'm leaning more. I didn't t- know it was still going. I thought it was over. Oh, yeah. It's still going out, apparently. What the, I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. I had no idea. I thought they like ended it with a movie or were going to end with a movie or something. I, I don't know. Maybe nope, I'm behind on it. It's still going on. I and I remember all had no our, idea. Honestly, I remember all of our friends liking it, which led me to believe like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hate this because let me explain. Some yeah. Stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I fully understand that exact point yeah. from you specifically. Yeah. Um, continue, continue with your point. But the thing is, because um, for many years, up until I was like 16 or 17, if you asked me, do you like anime? I would have said no, because the only thing I thought that existed, like many, many American teens at the time, mm-hmm. the only anime that I thought that actually existed was the shonen action stuff. And right. I never liked any of it. I still can't stand Naruto. Yep. Like mm-hmm. One Piece makes my eyes roll kind of. You know, I, I yeah. understand now that especially One Piece has so much more significance behind it than I realized. And, sure. But I'm like, 
yeah, it could be good. I'm not watching fucking 800 episodes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Especially especially the format of an anime. Like, I don't think I could... I I have no idea how I could ever watch all that. But I could read all of it, and it'll be a lot faster. But watching it, it just seems very... Yeah, unappealing. I could read it, but then I'm just like, I haven't really read... I haven't picked up a manga in a very long time. Neither, neither. And I, like, and I don't know. I'm getting well... I'm getting... I'm getting away a lot from the written word media mm-hmm. in general. I'm way more into the auditory and visual stuff. So mm-hmm. that just that never appealed to me either. But a lot of the shonen action shit, you know, say what you want. Like, like, like I say, like Naruto is a big one because I remember very vividly you guys putting on Naruto and me going and me going like, okay, I kind of want to leave. And then at one, yeah. at one point mm-hmm. in particular, you guys are all playing the Naruto <laughs> video game. I texted my mom and told me to and told her to call me and pretend that she needed me to come home and let's do dinner afterwards. <laughs> Cause I wanted to leave, <laughs> but I, but at the time I was still a younger oh, teenager. God. I'm like, I feel so, I felt so uncomfortable saying, Oh guys, I'm just, I just don't want to be here anymore. I just don't like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I kind of wanted to say like, I'd rather be, I much want, I just want to go out to dinner with my mom right now. So I texted, I texted her, tell her to call me. She's on hysterical on the other line. I'm like, am I doing my job? I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Mom, I get it. I'll be home in a little bit. I'm like, Hey guys, sorry. I got to go do shit. I got to help mom out at home. And then we just had dinner. Then I stayed it's home. Great. It's great. It was awesome. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, can't explain it. Naruto always fucking annoyed me. I've only watched one arch of arc of Dragon Ball. Never mm-hmm. really gave Bleach a shot. If I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about mm-hmm. the, the quote unquote big three there, if I think One Piece is actually the other big, I don't know what the big three is. And then, yeah, but then like all this other stuff I've seen, and you know, I remember very well um, getting into the first couple episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh yeah, and then it became mm-hmm. like every other show anime I've seen, so I stopped watching. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now now I'm bored. You lost the cool part, <laughs> right? You lost the undead right. detective angle, and now it's just a bunch of martial mm-hmm. arts shit. I understand yeah. that show is really good, but it just never gravitated towards for me. It kind of just blended. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, the whole genre just blended for me, and mm-hmm. but I figured it was so unfair that I put you through so much and not re- and not repaid of the service. So I figured, fuck it. 12, wow. 12 episodes that's in our acceptable wheelhouse we can actually watch it at a time and actually like know. you know it was even it was even 13 it was 13 I was yeah, it was 13 i was like wow it's funny i use 12 and 13 kind of interchangeably because <laughs> when when a show's 13 episodes i don't even realize i just watch the last one and if you, exactly and you're just like oh like a bonus i guess it's the same thing in my head <laughs> yeah no i feel that it, I feel it clicks that. the t- same box so yeah so 13 mm-hmm. episodes for season one of my hero i'm like okay we gotta do it and i like i said i watched yeah. i watched the first five already so that was even easier so you had a good jumping point off yeah, yeah so I, I so i figured yeah. fuck it let's actually talk about some actual shonen action mm-hmm. anime on this show so and i that was I a do seven wanna... minute introduction here we are no i like the seven minute introduction because I, I i think there needs to be some context given if we're going to dive into a show this popular and this large yes especially to give i i guess any listeners an account of where where we both stand kind of going into it yes because you historically not a big shonen guy no. and i can understand that yeah. there's a lot of things about the shonen medium that i point to now yes and i'm like okay I'm not sure about that, and yes. I'm not sure if I like yes. that. See, the thing is, for, for me in particular, I think that I used to love, like, I loved Naruto. Naruto, probably one of my favorite shows of all time, if I had to tell you. Yeah. Um, the thing that keeps coming up for me, and that mm. will come up throughout this entire episode, yes, is that the reason I think I liked it so much was because it captured me at the age that I was at. Mm, okay. 
you could not pay me <laughs> to sit through part one of Naruto anymore. I would not watch that shit at all. Like, I, I, I can watch clips from it. Like, I love to, like, reminisce and stuff like that from, like, the, I mean, not Shippuden, like, the early Naruto. Yeah, I, I, show me a lot of people already love to point to the Rock Lee and Gara fight. Yes, great fight. Love that fight. I would watch that again. I have watched that again. Certain scenes, yes. Generally, you you're not going to watch the full episode. No fucking way. You cannot yeah. an episode fine. You cannot pay me to watch the whole series over again. Oh god, no. Never going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen. And that's because it caught me at a specific time in my life oh, where exactly. I really really gravitated towards it and I loved it for what it was. Mm. Nowadays, it feels like it's for children, mm-hmm. which be, is because it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shonen because jump it is literally means te- teenage boy jump. It, it teenage is, boy. It is meant for like kids probably from 11 to 15, 16. And that's the exact age that I got into it. Yes. And that's the exact age, a little younger, that I got into Dragon Ball Z because it was cool. It was edgy. It was different from anything that I'd ever yes. seen before. Yeah. Really, really cool. And I appreciate those shows. And I really, really love them for what they are and the legacy that they've left behind. Yes. And for all the dumb, needless facts that I know about both of them. Yeah. <laughs> but now, you're, you're making me sit down and watch the first like, I don't know, 10 episodes, 13 episodes of Naruto. Yeah, I probably wouldn't enjoy them that much, to be honest. And that's kind of what happened here. And that'll come up again throughout the episode is that... I can immediately read Generally, it's just I can get it. If you got into it in 2014 when you were, like, 15, yeah, you probably loved the shit out of this. But if you got into it, trying to get into it as a 28, 29-year-old... It's not that easy. Exactly. It's a bit difficult. I can relate to that exact point. It, I can say for me, because the only like Shonen Jump anime I probably ever watched was Yu-Gi-Oh! And I, yeah, did, and uh-huh. I didn't even watch Yu-Gi-Oh! entirely. I watched Duelist mm-hmm. Kingdom as a kid. And probably Battle City. I don't even think I watched all of Battle City. I, watched, I probably watched the beginning mm-hmm. and end of Battle City. Yeah. And, you know, like I always say, there's with a lot of Shonen anime, and Yu-Gi-Oh! is a, a huge example of that, where there's too much fucking bullshit fluff in the middle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And oh my god, shonen, shonen anime is the epitome epitome of bullshit fluff in the middle. Like That's you cannot, point. you introduced me to the world of anime that wasn't fifty episode seasons. <laughs> yes, yes, like you introduced me to a world of anime that was twelve to thirteen episodes. The 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 second even twenty six. Yes, the second I saw a twenty six episode anime, I was like. That's it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow! Like Gurren Lagan. I was gonna say that was, was like your first intro- one where you you kind of found that on, you kind of found that on your own, and then I, I did. you. So basically, this in the analogy you're building, I'll give you a hand here. You, yeah. You opened the door, and I just I was on the other side. I threw it open with my weenie hanging out, saying, "Welcome to the new world." <laughs> exactly. And you just see a bunch and of common that- rider and Hikaru figures behind me, and you're like, "I'm a little scared." And I'm going to, like, walk in slowly. And I see that weenie every time I throw on a 12-epper of Crunchyroll. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there you go. It, it's, it, it's, it, it helped a lot. And I think getting to that made me realize, like, okay, like, you don't need... And there's a reason why there are fucking websites dedicated to, oh, here's how you watch Naruto without all the goddamn filler. That's the That's thing. why. It's amazing there's to me. One there- pe- there's a website, a great website for One Piece that's like, here's all the episodes that you should watch. Yes. It eliminates, like, hours of content that you don't need. That's fucking absurd to me that people go, like, oh, yeah, you don't have to watch all these seasons. I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. And that kind of brings us – and now that, like, I think we both understand where we are, Mm -hmm. 
we can talk about my hero because my hero the the nice thing about recording this episode is because i feel like usually on the podcast we do like a intro to it like okay um you know let's talk about what happens in it let's talk about you know i feel like this anime is so popular has been out for so long and i feel like everybody under the sun knows about it that's right been cl- gonna be clicking on this episode i feel like we really don't have to even talk about sure what exactly happens episode to episode to episode so we can but skip some of the linear details he was already saying i think we could skip some fair. of the linear details Very and fair. really just get into just get into opinions about this thing because sure um and we can maybe take it take it bit by bit, as in like section by section throughout the entire season. But yeah, we'll pull, I don't we'll, think we're gonna we'll pull. we're gonna be looking for exact like okay in episode one this happened, episode two this happened. Like I think we could just be a little more liberal with how we approach this. Yeah, one. we could be more free free flowing. Sure. Yeah, the, the yeah. first glob of episodes stood out to me. If um, I guess if you take that three episode rule mentality, sure. Like yeah. all I remember of the first three episodes was Deku is a whiny baby, and yep. he loves superheroes. He meets All Might, who, like, gives him his power. Um, my, I remember a few of our friends being really big on All Might. Mm-hmm. His shtick it was kind of cool at first, kind of funny, you know, how over top it was. And I know mm-hmm. the, it was the same guy who voiced Piccolo and Vegeta, so I know and understand there's a lot of yeah. nostalgia there for a certain group. Yeah, sure. Um, Again, I, the, I, the only arc of dragon ball i remember really watching was the majin buu arc okay interesting so mm-hmm. i think if i had if i had to any guess take any guess i was waiting for something on nickelodeon it wasn't on yet so i just went back to cartoon network and, uh-huh. and so i got a little pulled by that because of how weird and goofy the villain was but at the same time he's like oh, okay i'll kill them all it's like who is this Wait, what yeah majin buu was a fun time it was a fun arc and you know um, yeah. So that's that, so. Like I said, I, I have very limited knowledge of Dragon Ball in general, just because I, I didn't fall into it like everyone that's else fine. did. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked what I saw. But unfortunately, I don't have the same nostalgic pull by hearing. I'm trying to remember the guy's name was it Chris. I was about to say Chris Labat, but I, Chris Sabat. Sabat, yeah. I was gonna I, for a minute. If I, Labatt, Chris Christopher Labat Blue Light. Exactly. You know exactly where I was going with that. I, I fucking yep. love Patty Blue. <laughs> um, which I wish I was drinking now, but I have White Claw in my hand because when you host parties, people bring White Claw and leave White Claw. They do. But, because but, we, we're friends with also responsible adults. But we're friends with the good people who actually just bring the black cherry. Because if you bring yes. the variety pack, fuck you. Because no, fuck the variety pack. Because once you get down to the fucking, oh, is it the raspberry and the grapefruit? Fuck you. I, so I like the grapefruit. The one that I can't stand is the mango. Oh, I hate them. I've always hated the mango. Not the mango. Not a mango guy. Not a mango. I like a mango generally, but not not a mango white claw guy. I don't like mango flavored stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I like mangoes. I like mangoes, but I don't like mango flavored things. I'm not a big mango flavored stuff guy at all. So whenever Ooh. I remember, I remember buying white claws a lot when they first came out, and mm. I remember getting home from work, being all excited, and then I open my fridge and only see the mangoes left, and then I'd be like. So I just went to bed. Wouldn't even cook myself dinner. Just go right to Didn't bed. Didn't even drink beer or anything. Just went to bed. Just went to bed, sad, wow. cold, alone. Is and that how you felt after completing this? That's a very good question because I need I need to talk my feelings out on this one. Yeah, I I think we both need to talk our talk our feelings a bit about this one. And I I think you were on a you were on like a a, a line of thought about All Might, which I'll give you my hand for 
Um, yeah, because... I get it. Like, the thing with All Might, like, he was funny yeah. at first. And, you know, the duality thing. He got injured and then he, he becomes sure. a shell of himself. He's, he, ha- he feels the burden and responsibility of holding up the public facade. He's supposed to be, like, the comedic hero with the very serious undertones. And I get it. But then they just keep doing the same thing over and over again with yes. no variation. You know, I you, like... you get the same tone throughout. And mm-hmm. by the end, I was just so bored. I like the introduction that we get to All Might. I like the idea of the character. I think the character is very fun because it's this obviously larger than life superhero exact type um, hero who is, you know, the pinnacle of justice, the symbol of, you know, uh, good goodwill and peace. Um, And I mean, I really, really enjoy the fact that like he is actually just this skinny, flaccid dude yeah. um, that just needs to puff out his chest for a few hours a day because of an injury in order to be uh, this beacon of peace that everybody thinks he is. Yeah. So I, I think that was nice. I really, I, I really did like that actually. I, I found that I found the All Might character at some times compelling uh, because of just how dimensional he was and just had different lines of thought. But you're kind of right. I think the reason. I think the way that he changes over time isn't because his character changes over time. It's because all the other characters around him start being a thing. Like his his appreciation and his like of Deku eventually, I think, becomes a big plot point because he doesn't want to play favorites and he's like trying to help everybody at the school eventually. But of course, like he has a soft spot for Deku because he's yeah. giving him the one for all power. So I, I found that kind of interesting and like, oh, like, is he going to play favorites? Like, is he going to, you know, start to teach Bakugo and stuff like that? Um, so there are times where I was like the All Might character was interesting. And I, I was thinking about what he would exactly do. But I do get your point in that for the grand majority of the time, he is that quintessential template of All Might. Exactly. The whole time. And mm-hmm. it's, it just got so it just got so repetitive after a while. That was my Very only problem. Repetitive. And I felt like they could, they had more chance to, to kind of develop him, and they never really did. Again, mm-hmm. this could be the Shonen thing where it's like they know, because they probably knew they had this shit for like six seasons or like four. For sure. Easily three seasons when they probably signed the deal. So they probably, because you could tell the first season of this really felt like the first mini arc or a couple of mini mm-hmm. arcs. Mm-hmm. It didn't present itself as a kind of complete story. Not saying it should have, but I kind of wish more happened. When you're going to have 12, I, I conta- too- sorry, 13 contained episodes like this, the last little bit we'll get to, because the last little bit had a cool arc in it, which I kind of enjoyed, because yeah. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's a cliche action movie setup they did, but I like that cliche. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I, I think the the thing that I, I, I appreciated, I think, about mm. uh, My Hero in relation to maybe like a Naruto or okay. a One Piece or any other shonen is... Thankfully, I maybe Jujutsu Kaisen is a proponent of this as well, but mm-hmm. thankfully they kind of get to the point a lot faster. Okay. And and that's kind of what I appreciated about this. You may have thought that it was kind of not a lot happened, but I think for me comparatively to all oh, the okay, other shonens okay, okay. that I have seen, a lot fucking happened really? <laughs> comparatively. And which is a very very low bar. Yeah. Sure. But a, a lot did happen comparatively gotcha. to a lot of other shonens okay, that because makes sense. The first 13 episodes of Naruto, man, <laughs> like it takes its goddamn time with gotcha. some things. Uh, but the first 13 episodes of this, I think actually gave us 
as you said, a decent mini arc. Um, he's got to get into the school. It was a very good, like, expositionary 13 episodes that I thought kind of introduced a lot of characters and kind of brought us to the forefront of the of what was going to happen. And I've, mm -hmm. I've heard from friends of mine that uh, like this show that the first season's good, second season's incredible, and, you know, it, it just gets better from there. And some people I've heard it gets worse. But either way, I, I think the second season is con widely considered, it seems to be, the biggest, like, epitome of this. So okay. it kind of felt more of like a, a rising action to get to something actually gripping and compelling. Yeah, see, because... that's the thing. That's kind of what annoyed me because I'm just yeah. like, oh, mm -hmm. um, it felt like, yeah, exactly. It felt like the first couple pages of a book. It felt like a holding pattern to me. And I understand that, like, mm -hmm. it, it, mm -hmm. this comes obviously comes with the shonen territory. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It there's does. A, there's it a lot of stuff with the, that comes in the shonen territory that fucking pissed me off. Another mm -hmm. one being mm -hmm. how you could skip the first two minutes of every episode because they just recap the previous episode. Yes. I was actually really down with that because I just skipped the first four minutes every, every single episode. And I was like, but great. That's not now cool. I only got to watch eight. Now I got to watch 18 minutes instead of 20. Well, but here's <laughs> the fucking problem with that. If the show is like 50 episodes long, sure. This was supposed to be 13. Oh, my God. Why are we recapping wait. this shit? Thank God we're never watching One Piece on this show because One Piece is the fucking worst with that. I've heard. You get I've like heard. seven different intros. You get seven different recaps. And then you get four minutes of actual new content. Oh and then God. they do it again to outro. It's the worst. It is absolutely horrific. And that's what you get when you outpace the manga so badly. Oh, yeah. You need to, you need to fill time. Um, oh, but yeah, so it, it was... This whole first season was kind of a long exposition. I'm not going to lie. And I will say there were mm -hmm. times where I was like, oh, um, that wasn't, I kind of like that. Like there okay. were times that I was like, I like that character. Or I like that choice. Um, well, what characters did you relate to in this? I'm curious. No, I relate to zero. Well, not relate but, to, but like, sorry. <laughs> who, like, who did you, who did you get any emotional impact from? The only emotional impact that I think I got from this entire one, kind of like what we were saying before with All Might a little bit of yeah. that, yeah. you know, kind of feeling for the guy because he is like this epitome of justice and yeah. he does have that kind of problem that yeah. he can't really go as much as he used to and he's slowing down yeah. and stuff like that. So I think that was probably the, the biggest one okay. if I could pull out any. Right. That and I thought the frog girl was fucking hilarious. Okay, fair. <laughs> Those are my two. I think but the, the the people that they wanted you to get behind, though, like Deku and uh, Bakugo um, are, if you will, our Naruto Sasuke the, pairing. The, the only way I'd ever get behind Bakugo if, if I was about, about, about to put a knife in his fucking back. Um, I hated him. I hated that character. Every Show time, some spine, Bakugo. Every time that fucking moron was on screen screaming away. I, I wanted to turn the show off. I was so annoyed, and I sent you a very mean text where I said, I wish he was the kid getting molested in Boku no Pico. That was really mean, and I shouldn't say that shit, but fuck it. I'm going to be honest with you and our audience. Be I honest. hated this yeah. character. He was, and I get the point. He was supposed to be annoying. Maybe he did it too well. Sure. I don't know. It's just, I couldn't relate to this guy or feel to this guy. Like, though, and maybe just. Who knows? Maybe I saw because the thing is, I feel like especially in shonen shows, you get too much of that fucking pairing. Mm -hmm. You get the Naruto Sasuke, you get the Goku Vegeta, the Yugi Kaiba. Yep. The list goes fucking on and on. I'm tired of the fucking trope of like our plucky go lucky hero and our dark and our darker anti hero, Sonic and Shadow. 
It's just yeah, it's the same. That's it's the, the same. that's the problem. And again, this is coming from bias because when the genre isn't my cup of tea, and you keep giving me wor- you keep giving me worse iterations of tea, I'm gonna be mad because I barely like tea to begin with. See, but that's the thing. We talked about it during Isekai Month. It's a formula that has been working. That's the thing. And working very well for them for a long time. So that's so that's the funny part here. With the, people they, start to expect that. Yes. Which is unfortunate because then you don't get variety in these. And they just pop up and you can very easily trace them back to each other in terms of, oh, what they took from this show, what they took from that show. You reminded me of themes. something great here I want to touch upon. Because not only yeah, did, please. They, did, they, did they not only did they combine all the tropes about shonen shows that I'm lukewarm on at fucking best. Yeah, they added a bunch of American superhero influences, and as an American who's almost thirty years old in the year twenty twenty three, we need to stop with all the fucking superhero media. Mm-hmm. It affected mm-hmm. my opinion of this show because now, and someone in the Western world, I'm trying to get away from superhero shit. It's the only thing I'd ever playing in theaters is more superheroes, and there's. Almost every fucking film now, you need to see at least six six to seven other films in order to understand it. You can't watch a Marvel movie now because they're all fucking interconnected. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. the fucking DC ones because they have so yeah. many different continuities because they keep rebooting everything. And somehow there's a dil- diluted crowd of fucking morons who's still going to pay for d- tickets to a DC movie. Um, Listen. It, it's just listen so frustrating. Up. Yeah. And I'm so burned out on superhero shit. And then – the reason why I love Japanese superheroes so much because there's all they always had a very different mentality to Western superheroes in presentation, in character traits they liked. Um, not wildly different, but they had a it was just a different cultural lens to take the superhero landscape from, which I always enjoyed because it felt mm-hmm. like an, it felt like enough of a departure where I can because I inherently like superheroes, mm-hmm. and that's why I started watching you know. A lot of the Japanese superhero style stuff when I was probably 16, 17, when the Marvel wave first began, because after a while I just mm-hmm. couldn't connect with it anymore. It was too much to keep up with. So mm-hmm. I related to them a lot. But now seeing a Japanese production take these American superhero ideologies and traits and like, you know, and, this, and then combining it with all these fucking anime tropes and not e- and then outside the shonen tropes, we get the fucking academy tropes thrown in here. Yep. So we in- include all like the light novel crazes from like the mid, the early 2000s. And I'm like, guys. This is just every trope thrown on top of each other. And I'm just, I was burnt out before the show was done. I, it just, mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen everything present before. And the one thing that could have saved the show for me were some compelling characters. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was compelled by no one. And I'll use that to start the next point of conversation because now I'm just screaming at you, basically. Um, Scream at me all you want. I'll daddy. Um, this fucking Deku kid just wouldn't stop crying. Yeah, that was it. Really, that it grinded my gears. It it, it rubbed me the wrong way too. Uh, that was very annoying. Like not even me being like. It, it, I feel like they make him cry because they want you to feel for him in his position that he would be in at the time. But like, it was too much. It happened way way too much. Too much whining. <laughs> yeah. Too much complaining. Not enough figuring out how you're going to get out of this mess, you know? The problem was he did that, but it was a little – by the time he started doing it, it was a little too late in the series, which could have been a cool natural progression. But the thing is he just never stopped whining and crying. You know, 
they it felt like they're trying to truncate the hero's journey but they kind of lost what they're doing along the way and now he was still a whiny little pansy by the end of the show i'm like guys mm-hmm. but they but they also implied he's kind of courageous because he saved bakugo towards the end of the show oh yeah yeah right. and where they lied and saying it was all might and now bakugo is not going to admit that that was the one cool scene i saw where mm-hmm. there was a there, there's a big blast coming for bakugo they were trying you know and it looked like All Might saved him, but it was really Deku who did it. And they only yeah. revealed it with, um, it was one of those things where it was, you know, other shows do this and it pisses me off. But here I like the way they did it because they gave it just enough time where it was Bakugo replaying the image in his head. And it was Deku who, like, almost sacrificed himself to save him. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, we have some cool visuals te- storytelling instead of audio. I like that. That was a cool moment. The show did have some good moments. And generally speaking, it was well constructed in terms of... This happens, but this happens, therefore this happens, then this happens, mm. therefore this also happens. Narratively, I don't have any problem with the show. It told a story. It's just the characters and personalities involved, and it was all of the in-betweens. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the seasoning and the sauce was not on the sandwich for me. Yes. Okay. I understand that point. I, I'd i like to expand on something that you said before, too. Uh about uh the superhero genre right um i've never been one to enjoy a superhero movie really i i i I don't really like them the only superhero-esque movies that i've ever enjoyed have all been from the batman franchise yeah um that's been it because it's more of a detective movie than anything yeah it's it's a dark detective movie but it just funny enough the guy's just dressed as a bat right right i just felt like they just have more i don't know they have more layers to them uh and this my hero academia i I think perfectly coincides with a marvel movie very very similar very very similar in characters and structure in conflict all these things that i think make a marvel movie a marvel movie Mm. and i think it has insane mass appeal i feel like (sighs) kind of what you said before about the japanese taking this concept and merging it with like the academy uh, yeah part the superhero part all of like the most popular versions of each country's media yeah. kind of combined into one thing. Honestly, it's fucking genius. It's fucking genius that they mm. did that and decided to make an anime or a manga or whatever mm. based off of superheroes in kind of a more Japanese context. Right. I think it's absolutely genius. Like it, it, if you were to be given in Japan, if you were like an anime creator or mm. a manga writer or yeah. mangaka, and you were give, and somebody said, I want you to make the manga slash anime series that is going to make us the most money possible. This is the one. Absolutely the one. Right. The amount of economic insanity that has occurred because of this anime is ridiculous. Right. People love this fucking anime. I can understand why, because it is that shonen trope continued again for a new generation. Right. And these kinds of shows will continue till the end of time. Yeah. Because every 10 years, there will be another three very, very popular, very, very big, very, very formulaic shonen jump shows that will right. be fed to a young audience yes. who will love them and adore them and then adore the rest of shonen's output for the rest of their entire lives. It has all of that. It has the main character who is plucky, unassuming, not very good at what they do and has him evolve into an absolute i'm sure by the end of the show an absolute killing machine he he inhibits so fucking he inhibits badass. one of the core tenets of like uh japanese war culture where he, the emphasis is entirely on hard work 
Uh-huh. Yep. He's he's a Rockley. Yeah. I mean from Naruto. Exactly Some, a, exactly a Rockley Naruto combo. The first time this was pitched to me years ago, someone said like, "Oh, yeah, it's like Naruto, but Rockley's the protagonist." And Pretty I to- and I looked at him and said, "I don't like Naruto." And then they walked away and I don't think I ever talked to them again. Uh <laughs> I think this show would have been I don't know how they would do it. But I think this show would be even a lot more compelling if Deku never got a quirk. Yeah. If he just never got it. And I thought that's where it was going for a little while until All Might was like, well, I got to pass on the most OP quirk in the entire world to you. And of course, it's going to be it, it, also they, you know, they bookend that with it's going to take a lot of hard work for him to actually master it. But, you know, he's going to do it eventually. Yeah, and, so and even towards the end of the series, you got some of that where it was just like he was getting more control of it because I thought that could have been way more compelling where he has. Right. Because at first, like his entire body would be shattered when he tried to use mm-hmm. this thing because he just is not powerful enough yet. Right. There's so many which ing- which, which I, I liked because they was like, we're not going to like, you know, make you an OP badass right now. Mm. But in my mind, you, you just kind of to use another sandwich analogy, you just kind of gave me a sandwich with nothing in between the bread. because <laughs> you, you know, yep. it, it's like, all right, like, you know, this is going to happen. You know, this, this right. show is extremely predictable. Of course it is. Yeah. It has to be. It's a shonen show. Yes. They're, they are all very predictable in that way. Yes. He will get strong. He will become the best hero in the world because he's willed it from the very beginning and he's worked hard to do it. Right. I just would have preferred if he didn't have a quirk to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would have been vastly more compelling in that he actually had to develop like muscles. He had to develop like heart. All of this stuff that all of these yeah. heroes that have these quirks and powers don't and take have. them for granted yes. do not have and he has the will to be a hero which is unlike anybody in the show already uh it, it basically so be like, it would basically be perfect. like a reverse one punch man yeah it would be yeah it would be which i think is is great um again one punch man another show that i i again can't really get behind yeah <laughs> uh, for similar reasons but uh yeah i this there were times where I was like, I like this show a little bit. Yeah. And there were times where I think it, it never never did it cross my mind. Like, wow, I I hate this. I, I completely dislike it. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Don't Can't get into it. I think my biggest thought is if I was 15 years old, 14 years old mm-hmm. watching this, I would really like it. Okay. And I can understand that for myself. Yeah. But now at the stage that I'm at in my life, watching it felt more like a chore than anything mm. but i can see that spark there and i can see how younger people would really really enjoy it personally couldn't really get behind it couldn't really love it but i knew that i would be able to if i was in that exact mental state that i was at the time right yeah. that that makes ever uh, so much sense based on what we talked about before for me i know i um <sighs> If I didn't find Deku so annoying at the age of 13 or 14, because I would have hated this character. I would have turned off the screen immediately because he, all he did was fucking cry. Yep. You know, um, I, based on the story I got here alone, I wouldn't have gotten into this. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when I saw all the fervor got online. I would have been like, okay. I would have watched the first couple episodes and thought, oh, okay, so... It didn't, to your point exactly, it would have been so much more compelling if he had, if he kept having a disability to overcome or kept having a drawback to overcome. Mm-hmm. 
But then they kind of just nip it all in the bud by saying, you're the chosen one. I'm like, fucking chosen one narratives suck most of the time. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And it was weird. It's, it's, because, a cheap, it's a cheap way out. But it's weird it's because really they're trying to balance that with a hard work narrative. So they're kind of conflicting messages here. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it feels like they're saying anyone could be your hero as long as you're this, this, and that. I'm like, that's. Right. Right. So it seems weirdly conditional in that way. It is weird because it, it's it's also, I mean, the same kind of thing that happened with Rock Lee and Naruto, right? He doesn't have, you know, ninjutsu, genjutsu. He can only do taijutsu. He can only use his fists and yeah. stuff, right? He becomes extremely irrelevant uh, after that Gara fight. After that, it's over for him. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't do any because he didn't have that given talent, right? So he got Naruto's got the right naruto's the nine tails he got the nine-tailed fox you can say it was hard work you can say it was all that shit but it was the he has the nine-tailed fox power he has that he was born with it deku i thought it was going to be hard work i thought it was just going to be only hard work but then he gets the quirk and you know what would have been even a more interesting twist if all might came out and was like i also don't have a quirk (laughs) yeah i did all this because i believe in myself and i think i'm a hero and he he could even like i don't know wear fucking jetpacks on his back under his cape or something you know it it could it sounds like you would like them both more if they were just batman i think so (laughs) maybe i'm just a batman guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i I don't know i think i thought that would have been a great direction but instead they're like yeah exactly what you said yeah Anybody can be a hero, but you need to have a quirk. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought we were going to defeat that and conquer that, but we but we didn't. Nope. Because at the end of the day, um, I'll say this before I make my final, because I kind of wrap up my, my feelings on this show. Sure. Um, what could be going on right now is what I call the Harry Potter effect. Because mm-hmm. if you watch the first Harry Potter movie right now, it is very much meant for children, obviously. Yes. But... The difference with that is each movie gets progressively darker because it's growing with their audience. Yeah, so by the end of it, the audience. Deathly Hollows Part 2 is a very dark movie. Mm-hmm. It is a dark fucking film. And I really loved it because I stuck with it throughout my entire childhood. I got to watch these characters grow as I grew. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going on right now? Maybe my hero is doing the same thing. Maybe it actually is getting more mature every season. Um, a big example for a lot of people is Star Wars The Clone Wars, where it's like, okay, it was very much a kid's show at first, but then they realized the adult fan base and they leaned more in. And right. plus they so it aged with their audience with the age with their core audience. So they tried basically when you have an adult audience and a kid audience at the same time, what Clone Wars did was slowly make it more adult to keep the adults entertained, but also mature with the kid audience. So by the end, mm-hmm everyone's kind of on a level playing field yep yep i mean exactly you know going back to naruto exactly what happened yeah first part of it for kids second part of it yeah more adults because those kids grew up right exactly so it's one of the things where it's really hard to recommend someone that where it's like hey Mm -hmm. this very much time and place piece of media go back to this place in time that's really hard to do because sitting through the first two I would say, yeah, at least two or th- maybe two Harry-, Harry Potter movies to get to the rest of them. It's a lot to ask. Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you get very fluffy, fun children's entertainment before you get to any of, like, the, uh, then you have to get through, like, you know, very bad teen drama before you get to the very adult conclusion. So that's really hard to do for any media, you know? Yeah. It's not like Thrones where it has the same tone throughout. 
You know what I mean? Right. So that that has an incline. And, you know, a lot of people, especially when they watch My Hero or any show, and if they're younger when they start and then here they are now, you can't recapture that. Exp- I think that's the thing that a lot of people forget. You can't recapture the experience. I can't suddenly go back in time and be 15 when I discover this show. That's right. impossible. No matter how many how much drugs or alcohol you pump into someone's system, it's not going to work. <laughs> and by the way, don't do that for a show. If you need to get high or drunk to enjoy a show, I think you need to put down the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I think people need to be more aware of that, more cognizant of that fact when recommending any piece of media. Um, who knows? Maybe some people didn't really maybe some people's lives didn't really change that fundamentally from like you know their late later teen years to where they are now especially if you're talking to someone a little younger who mm-hmm. was like in their early 20s for example i think it still relates that part they relate to that part of their life more so than we could for example so there's a lot of like weird social dynamics at play when not just with my hero but for any of the sh- shows or movies i previously mentioned um was i annoyed at this show absolutely I just found a lot of the characters really fucking annoying. Like I said, Bakugo, I want I wanted to kill him. Deku yeah. didn't do much for me. Frog Girl, I thought, okay, well, comic relief, whatever. You know? Yeah. Sure. The only thing I found funny was when the dub actor said Ribbit. I found that genuinely funny. <laughs> that was funny. pretty that I was found really that funny. Genuinely funny. Ribbit. Ribbit. And like because she had such great comedic timing. So if I had to give she anyone did. a shout she out, did. it would have been her, whatever her main name is. It was name, really maybe. funny. Yeah. But like being almost 30 and going back and watching this now it's tough and mm-hmm. but here's the thing would i ever call it bad um for me personally i can't really call it bad because at the end of the day when you watch it everything you see makes sense and it looks pretty good you mm-hmm. know it's very much of its time in the best way you can tell in 2013 they had the budget for this thing and it looks good it looks a lot better mm-hmm. than other anime at the, on the uh, on the scene at the time so mm-hmm. it looks good everything they told more or less made sense there was never a point where i was scratching my head i mean bakugo being mad all the time at first didn't make any make any sense but then they kind of addressed that fact by like characters making mm-hmm. fun of them like stop being mad yeah so yeah. everything they threw at me made sense but this wasn't my thing at the at the at the target age, so it's not really going to be my thing now. It's what it is. I would never go back and really watch any more My Hero in my lifetime, unless mm-hmm. someone wanted to donate to charity and then and then good guilt trip me into it. Then I would. D. I think <laughs> message us yes. at bad bad at uh, badanimeatgmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want, send us. Whatever amount of money, and we could watch the second season. Oh no, but, don't, no! Don't even send me the money. I want to be sent to charity and to prove to me that you did it. Yeah, yes. I don't want the money. Better. I want the money to go to a good cause. Yes. Or like a and or like a nine to one split, meaning like um ninety um, percent of the money give it to charity, ten percent to me, whatever. Yes. Great. Or ninety nine. And to I one. actually fucking no, give it all to charity. I don't need the fucking money. Fuck yeah, just give it to charity. Just, yeah, just give it. Then to I then yeah, I, would, I then I would watch season two. But other than that. Would never pick up my hero again. Mm-hmm. Am I glad I watched it? I honestly don't know because it's every fucking shonen thing ever. The mm-hmm. last arc wasn't mm-hmm. too bad with them trapped in the dome with the villain showing up, but that's sure. the diehard thing. So I like that. I like yeah. heroes being trapped by villains and having to find a clever way out. So that tickled me a little bit. So I like that. Those right. last couple episodes, but I'm just not in the headspace to relate to this. And for shonen stuff, I never really was. I tried to turn on the child part of my brain. It didn't work. 
maybe just because I wasn't there originally as a kid, and maybe because also watching the show as an adult, the first season, it's a little weird. But I would never call it bad. It For me, it was just whatever. Yeah. Um, to give my final thoughts, uh, I'm, I'm mostly in agreement with what you said. Uh, I think that the part that hit me most was that I, I don't doubt that now six seasons into this show, it might actually be very good right now and really, really appeal to the age that I am currently. But do I want to put it in the time to get there? I don't think so. If mm. I'm going to have to kind of watch the same thing that I've been watching. Right. Um, I have I have done this with others. Like I, I did that. I watched pretty much most of Black Clover as kind right. of like a random safety anime to have on. Um, but I for this, I just don't. I don't think I felt enough to continue with it, and I don't think I felt that spark enough to continue right. with it. But again, I don't doubt that it's gotten really good, perhaps, and maybe yeah. it's like gotten to a point where it's actually like incredible and really, really fulfills it could be anything good. anything like an adult anime fan would want or look for in an anime. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I'm gonna say it's not bad. Okay, it's not bad. I saw flickers in it. I was kind. I was decently happy with it. It wasn't like that big of a deal. Like right. watching it was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever even continue with it. Uh, I, I am happy that I watched it Okay. personally, just to get an idea of like what the fuss is about, you know, mm -hmm. and if it was actually something different off the beaten path of any shonen before, or if it was actually just the right. same thing with, with same character, same thing with different skins, yeah. you know? Um, and it, I think it was pretty much the same thing with different skins and I'm happy. I know that yeah. honestly. Yeah. And I mean, even with, yeah. the, like I said, like I have such a limited knowledge, knowledge of Naruto, but I was like plugging characters in other characters. I'm like, yep. oh, wait, this is just the, yep. this version shows version of that guy. And even you were, which yeah. is insane. So I think, I think that's all we got to say. I mean, there you have it. That's my hero academia. We actually did watch the whole first season, which I'm still surprised about. <laughs> um, I don't know if we'll ever, we'll ever continue, but if that charity thing happens, yeah, we will continue actually. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Need it for a cause. My Hero Academia for a cause. For a cause. It's bad. Wow. Oh, my God. What a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you could leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss simple equations podcast network